Welcome to Fresh Catholic, a podcast for those who are converting, reverting, or simply want a fresh perspective of the Catholic faith to help them to open their hearts and minds to become closer to the love and goodness of Christ. My daily prayer is that I will be a bright light to others, to be filled with the love and light of Christ, so that when people look at me, they see Him radiating out from me for His glory. Hello and welcome. I'm Lori Balderas, and I'm so happy you're here. Or actually, I'm filled with joy that you are here since this week's episode is about joy. Happy Easter. He is risen. What a glorious time of year this is. I'm going to read from the Gospel of Matthew 28, verses 1 through 10. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven, came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing white as snow. For fear of him, the guards shook and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised, as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has been raised from the dead, and indeed he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. This is my message for you. So they left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came to him, took a hold of his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. I love this because I imagine how desperately sad all these people were after their beautiful friend and teacher, Jesus, had been so horribly crucified. How devastating that was, obviously, for the group around him. But it always just like amazes me that these women went to the tomb. They were going, you know, to make sure that the body was handled correctly. And they get there and he's not there. Just imagine after everything they'd gone through and what they had witnessed and what they'd heard, Jesus is back. Oh my gosh. I mean, (laughs) I can't imagine a more joyful thing. I mean, it's just, anyway, I just love this part of the story. Obviously, this is very important to our faith tradition. So this is a very glorious time of year, like I said. So I know one of the things that we're trying to really encourage at the church is now that Lent is over and the Easter season is happening, the 50 days of Easter, continue on some of the things that you were doing in Lent. You know, just because you did gave up something during Lent, if it was a bad habit, keep it going. You don't need to go back to that bad habit. If you came up with some really good positive things that you or your family are doing, continue them on. It doesn't have to be where it's like, 
Well, Lent's over, so now we don't have to garden anymore. Lent's over, now we don't have to have dinner together anymore. It's like, keep it going, keep it going. Try keep keeping it going for the season of Easter. See how you do with that. There's another 50 days. Like, keep the positive going, you know? I think that would be great. You know, this is another good time of the year, this Easter season, to just be thinking really positively, to go out and try to do really good things for other people. It's a new, fresh time of the year, fresh. There's that fresh Catholic again. Just, you know, it's a perfect time of the year to do that. So after the Holy Week episode, which was really heavy, I decided, obviously, with the resurrection and Easter, I would do an episode about that. And then I thought, I'll do one about joy, because I think that's really something that I would like to talk about. Some of the verses from the Bible that I particularly love about joy are, one is from Psalm 32, be glad in the Lord and rejoice, O righteous, and shout for joy, all you upright of heart. From Philippians 4, rejoice in the Lord always, again I will say rejoice. Romans 12, rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. So I just love these. I think they're beautiful. I just love the word joy in itself. I think it's it's such a warm, wonderful word, and I like to use it a lot. I do wonder sometimes, you know, what's the difference between happiness and joy? I would think, you know, they... They go right along side by side. I would think that they're best friends, happiness and joy. Joy and happiness are two different emotions that are somewhat similar, but are actually very different. Joy is attributed to something very consistent and internal, while happiness tends to be triggered externally. Happiness is an outward expression and joy is an inner feeling. Happiness is caused by a particular event, and joy comes from within. Happiness is external, fleeting, and can sometimes be only for pleasure and only achievable on earth. Joy is internal, selfless, sacrificial, a spiritual connection with God, and is purely good. I think this is a really interesting way to think about happiness and joy. I personally like to think that joy and peace have a lot more to do with each other. At least in my present day life, that's where I see joy is when I'm at peace. Nothing against happiness. I love happiness. I'm a happy girl, but I feel that when I'm at peace, I'm feeling pure joy. So When I was kind of researching this idea, I was thinking back to when I was married before, my other separate life that I used to have, and I loved that life at that time. I really did. I don't really have a lot of complaints, um, except for obviously all the traumas I went through, but I just mean on the day-to-day. But it was a very external life back then, I would say. At the time, I didn't really think that that was a bad thing. I generally, I've always been a happy person. My mother is a very happy person. She has always raised me, you know, to be very positive and 
you know, to smile a lot. I get my smile from my mother, definitely get my positive attitude from her. Uh, My dad used to jokingly call her Pollyanna. Sometimes that wasn't so nice when he would say that to her, but she is a very happy person. So I was raised very happy. Um, I feel like I tried to raise my children to be happy. Um, Happiness is great. But when I read this and, and kind of like thought about it, I was like, yeah, I can see how happiness is external. It's like, you know, when you get a present or you get to go to Disneyland, or um, you get an award. All those things are great. They make you happy. But now I think things, like I say, a little more inward, more peaceful. Um, The things that bring me joy, I have figured out in my own life and mind right now, usually they're things that are God-created. Those are the things where I'm finding joy. And it's like this deep, inside joy. It doesn't matter what's going on outside, what's going on in the world. We live in a very crazy world right now. It's hard to stay happy. It's hard to keep your joy. But when something is beating you up or the rain is falling down on your house, you have to have the foundation of peace and joy. You have to have that solid joy foundation. And then when anything's beating you up, you still have that internal joy. Somebody can't take that joy from you. You keep that inside of you and you have to have that peace. When you're just relying on happiness or what makes you happy, to me that is fleeting, like it says, what I just read. You know, happiness can kind of come and go. It's like somebody says something mean to you, takes away your happiness. If you don't have any money and you can't pay for things, that doesn't make you very happy. Um, if you're hungry, that doesn't make you very happy. If you are, you know, saying things or doing things to other people or yourself that are negative, that's not going to make you very happy. But if you have the foundation of joy, then you can withstand these things. You know, as I've gone along and gotten older and older, and I am becoming closer and closer with Christ and becoming really, I'm, I'm hoping stronger and stronger in my faith, I'm still having trials and traumas and tribulations come my way. And yet I'm feeling this inner calm, peace, and joy. That is not coming from me. That is coming my relationship with God. I know it, I feel it, and it's so helpful to me. It's It makes me feel so secure. It makes me feel so safe. And like I've said in previous episodes, those feelings are very important to me. I know they're important to a lot of people. I just feel joy. Like even when I wake up in the morning and I think, oh, well, I don't have money to pay that bill today. There hasn't been work in a while or we're having these family problems, I still feel joy. I wake up in the morning, first words out of my, not even out of my mouth, just in my head are, thank you, Lord, for getting me through the night. Thank you for providing for us. Thank you for taking care of us. I just feel the joy. I know that God is with me. I almost feel just like this warm feeling because it's just that inside joy. And I'm looking forward to the day. I wake up every morning I'm going to take on the day. I have Jesus with me. I take on the day and I have joy. I 
wake up incredibly early every morning, 3.30 in the morning. I do that purposefully so that I can very calmly and thoughtfully prepare myself to go serve at church every day. The only day I sleep in is Sunday till six o'clock in the morning, but it's that joy. I have the joy of waking up in the morning and I'm so excited to go serve the Lord. The days I don't get to go to church, if I'm working or we can't, I can't make it to mass, that doesn't make me feel very joyful. So you know, I just have this joy. I get up, I get ready. I'm really focused on the Lord. I'm praying a lot. I'm taking my time. I'm very thoughtful. And that brings me joy. Going to Mass every day brings me such joy, especially Sunday. I When I get up on Sunday morning, Sunday is my favorite day. I look forward to it all week with joy in my heart. I almost prepare for it like I'm preparing for a big event or a wedding. You know, it's like I eat special food that morning. I do special prayers that morning. I take extra time to prepare myself to look nice and put together. And, you know, because I am going to this celebration, I want to look my best and be in my best mindset for God and to be a squeaky clean vessel when I get there. And I just look forward to it with joy like all week, and almost giddy with joy (laughs) looking forward to it. And then when Sunday comes around, it's just, I just couldn't be happier. I mean, oh, there's that happy word. But I'm filled with joy and happiness on Sunday, especially. Also, after Mass, when I look forward to my walk, I think of my walk as a joyous time because I'm out in nature That brings me joy because God has created, you know, this beautiful walk for me. I get to see birds. I get to see the beautiful ocean. I feel the cool breeze on my face. I get to interact with people. That brings me so much joy when I am able to help people, when I can be a positive influence, when I take people the Eucharist who can't go to Mass. Anytime I'm helping people at church or helping people out in the world, that brings me such joy. And it's all God guiding me to do this. I don't have to do all these things, you know. I I could just, you know, do kind of like what I used to do. I was just kind of doing my normal thing, but I wasn't feeling joy in those things. Yes, I was happy, but I mean, I just look back and I just don't feel as joyous. And I think it's really important to try to seek out where you can find joy. You know, what What deep thing makes you feel joyful? What is it that brings you joy that's solid, that's not doesn't come and go with the weather, that doesn't come and go with your finances, that doesn't come and go if you're feeling good or having family problems or whatever. It stays inside you in your heart and mind and soul. And that, my friends, is Jesus. It's as simple as that. I'm sure other people can find joy in other ways, and I'm happy for them, and that makes me happy for them. But for me, this is what has worked for me, and this is what I'm so grateful for. The other things that I was thinking about when I was thinking, like, what does bring me joy? And everything I thought about has to do with with God and, you know, just my relationship with Christ. And I was thinking, you know, when am I feeling the most joy? And like I said, you know, it's 
it's on my walk, it's Sundays, it's every day going to serve at Mass. Um, but I even feel joy when I'm sleeping. I'm so happy and joyous that I'm being taken care of and like nurtured and being able to, ref, you know, replenish what I need to replenish in sleep. I love laughing. God gave me this laugh that I just, I love to laugh. And it just, I feel that it fills me with joy. It's my own internal thing. I can laugh about anything. Um, so that's very joyous. I love to dance. Even though I'm disabled, I'll still dance. I will dance and then feel the pain later. I'd rather dance and be in pain later than not dance. But I've always been a dancer since I was four. It's always brought me great joy. Even when I was raising my children, we always had music on. My ex-husband even built me a dance floor in our backyard when we would have parties because I just felt like dancing was the most happy way to show joy. I used to always say, or I still say, if everybody in the world would stop and dance every 15 minutes, okay, that's really excessive, but let's say if everybody stopped and danced once an hour every hour, we I don't think we would be in wars. I don't think we would be fighting. If we just had a five-minute dance break once an hour, I think it would solve all the world's problems. <laughs> You heard it from me. So when that happens someday when I'm long gone, it was me. That was my idea. Anyway, dancing brings me great joy. You need to really nurture and protect your joy because there's so many things that are trying to steal people's joy these days. And there's so much anger and hate and there's so much angst in the world and it's easy to have somebody just come steal your joy. You know, it's like really easy to just somebody can come up and say something really mean and snarky. Somebody can physically hurt you. Somebody can purposely do something that just, you know, is unkind and, and hard to recover from. But when you have that, that deep joy and that peace in your heart, nobody can take that from you. Let it bounce off of you. Try to find your joyful thoughts and pray like I'll I'll pray to God and say I need to focus on you God. That I I actually have times where if I've had a really stressful week, I'll say well, I I actually say it out loud. So sometimes I pray but I talk to God out loud and I'll say I just really want to spend the day with you God. I I just need you Jesus. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to do anything. I'd like to just be here in cocoon with you and I would just like you know, I need like that cozy, warm blanket feeling of um, Jesus, his arms around me. And 10 times out of 10, at the end of that day, I feel the most joy, the most peace on the days where I've actually said, Lord, I just want to be alone with you today. I just need a day alone with you. And it, it, I don't even have to be doing anything special that day. I'm literally so focused on that it's just me and Christ, and it's just I feel so much better at the end of the day. That is pure joy. I know one of the times where I felt like really rocky about losing my joy, um, when COVID happened, I remember 
like, again, I go to mass every day. I'm very used to this. It's not like routine in a bad way. It's just I'm used to doing it. I I really uh, appreciate it. But COVID happened. And I remember Simon, my husband, saying, I don't think you're going to get to go to mass. And I said, what do you mean I can't go to mass? And he said, I think they're going to shut down the churches and you're not going to be able to go. And I cried and cried and cried. It's going to make me cry right now just thinking about it. Um, I couldn't even imagine not going to Mass. I really count on and rely on receiving the Eucharist every day and being able to put Christ in my body. That brings me such joy to have Him in my body. I know that I'm being sustained by Him and being fed by Him. And for a while, we couldn't go to Mass. And I was devastated. I tried to, you know, kind of keep it going. We had online masses, but there was no Eucharist. And then um, something really miraculous happened. And Simon and I got asked to film all the Sunday masses so people could watch it at home since they weren't able to come to mass. They asked us to do this because we own a film production company. So of course, you know, we wanted to use our gifts. Um, Also, since I'm employed by the church, that helped um, so that it wasn't just outside people coming in because they had to really limit who was in the church. Nobody else was able to come in. So we just filmed those private masses where nobody was there. It was us filming the priests and the deacons saying mass. So we were very happy to do this. We actually did it, I think, for over a year every Saturday. And we were so honored that we got to do that. But what happened was because we were filming we got to receive the Eucharist. And I remember when I found out I could receive the Eucharist, that made me cry. I just thought it was such a gift that God really knew I was suffering so much without him. I think he gave me that life preserver so that we could go film these things to help other people. But it really did feed me. It was just so interesting to me that I cried when I couldn't have the Eucharist, and then I cried when I could. I just was so appreciative, and it just brought me such joy, and it was able to help me to continue and to be strong. It gave me so much strength. So I know this was supposed to be a happy episode. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Um, But this is what joy does. Joy is deep. Joy is internal. Happiness is great. You can laugh and smile and have the best time. But joy is deep. Joy is deep, my friends. Just having, you know, Jesus with me and in me, it just, that brings me the greatest joy. So now I've given you some of my thoughts about happiness versus joy or what brings me joy or what I think about it. So I would love to hear from you and you can either email me at lori at freshcatholic.com, or you could even message me on Instagram at freshcatholic. Um, I would love to hear what what your thoughts are about joy. I love to get your emails, by the way. I love to get your emails. I love it when people stop me and tell me that they're listening. That makes me so happy um, and even joyous. Please continue to do that because I love it. And I don't know if I'm just noticing this. 
I think it's like actually happening, but I've noticed more and more people at mass. So that makes me really happy and joyous. So keep that going because that that's going to build up that foundation of joy and that's going to fill you up. And, you know, there's nothing better than that. So continue doing that. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for listening and sharing with your friends and family and giving me such positive feedback and encouragement. I really appreciate it. I hope you will follow me on social media, Facebook, Fresh Catholic, and Instagram, at Fresh Catholic. I look forward to the speaking events I have coming up. I have one um, in April, and the other one is pending, but I'm excited about those. Let me know if you're interested in having me for your groups or events. I'm thinking about putting on an event at our studio um, for people that might want to come, and I might do some speaking and have some other speakers here with me. So that's something to keep your eyes and ears out for. And I'm excited for my future podcast episodes on angels, miracles, forgiveness, motherhood. So those are the ones that are coming up. So I hope you keep listening so that you can hear those. And um, also let me know what episodes you're interested in hearing about, like what topics would you like to hear about? Um, I do have some guests that are going to be coming up pretty soon, and it's a secret right now, so you have to keep listening so you can hear who's coming. Um, I know the episodes with Deacon Don got a lot of really good response, and so that makes me really happy, and um, so just let me know. I'm right here for you, right here for you. So, Thank you so much for all you do and all you say. I appreciate you. Anyway, enjoy the 50 days of Easter. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Thank you for joining me today. Now go out and be a bright light in someone's life. And remember, be focused, be faithful, and be fresh. Fresh Catholic is recorded at Wonder Mouse Studios at the Castle at Pierpont in Ventura, California. My producer and engineer is Sarah Aspell, and she could be yours too. Our podcast studio is available for rent. You can reach us at wondermouse.us or freshcatholic.com.